Hello and welcome, Stand Up World, episode 19. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the little podcast that could, zooming up the charts at a glacial pace, storming America, working its way into their hearts, one person at a time. And that one person is my mother. So this is a problem. But anyway, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I took my wife to dinner. This is a great, I love this. I I parked outside the restaurant. And I'm telling you, I I parked, the person next to me parked a little bit outside of their space. So I parked a little outside of mine. And this woman parked, I saw where she parked because she, she pulled out just as I was leaving, but she was, there was, she had plenty, but she left me this note. You are an asshole. Learn how to park. She left this on my car, which my wife thought was hysterical. And like I say, she had room to park. The space, her space was left to us open, uh, moved on to like a sidewalk area, which she had to stick a little bit out there. But And um, she scarred me for life is what she did, this woman. I'm never going to be the same man that went into that restaurant that I was when I left that restaurant. And because of this note. And I, uh, I came on here today to talk about it because I know of the dozens of people watching this, she could be one of them. Life might work that way. You don't know. If you recognize your handwriting, you're the asshole because you spelled R wrong. R is A-R-E. Okay, I know things you don't. <laughs> right. Anyway. I hope you had a good Valentine's Day, said the asshole Parker. I love, I love, I was talking to a bunch of guys and they were whining about the fact that, that they, uh, people fall into this corporate trap, this media, this marketing trap buying their wives cards and flowers and gifts on Valentine's Day. And it's just, you know, it's just a trap. It's just a marketing tool. And I'm just going, I love, these are the same guys that go, hey, honey, I'm telling you, we're putting on a big spread for Super Bowl. I don't care what it costs. It's the Super Bowl, honey. This is what you do. It's all-star game, honey. You do what you do. This is an American tradition. Will you stop it? I don't care what it costs. We're going to hire a few guys to come over and build a tent. We're going to remodel for Super Bowl. It's a tradition. So, yeah, there's that. And I'm back doing stand-up, as I've talked about a lot, going to this hallowed hall 
We're going to be there February 24th and 25th, as you can see on the screen here. No, actually, you can see it on the screen here because we don't want to get on the logo. It's a very, uh, it's a, a hallowed hall, as I say. It's a historic club. It's been around forever. If you're in the Boston area on February 24th or 25th, I'm going to be there. And it's going to be a historic weekend because it's the first headlining spot I've done in 28 years. I used to headline all the clubs. I was one of the first club headliners of the modern era, I guess, what you could call it, from started with Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle when the comedy clubs that we know today all started. And um, I'm coming back. I'm coming back in a big way. I'm going to do it. I really, um, I have a big vision for what I'm going to do. I'm going to storm the mountain. And Nick's comedy stop is going to be the place where they're all going to talk about the first place Mike Binder headlined when he came back. You'll see. Just watch. Oh, go ahead and tease you fellas. But uh, I'm going back. I'm going on stage. I'm very keen to what's happening in show business right now. Believe me, I'm not coming in uneducated. I, I identify these days as a young 36-year-old black male with a washboard stomach and two business degrees from Harvard and Yale. And if that does offend you, you're a racist, misogynist, homophobic, backwards thinking bigot. And I'm sorry, I love you, but the work I'm doing on stage, the good work, won't be able to touch you because you don't understand the suffering my people have been through. No. Obviously that's a joke and it comes from the fact that as I said before, I have a wife that identifies as a hostage. So I understand what the whole identifying as thing. My wife's pronouns are why, why, and don't. And I will keep that joke going until I club you to death with it. But um, I, uh, I don't know if any of you saw... Uh, Roseanne had a special out on Fox Nation. And I watched it out of curiosity, same way you would want to watch your grandmother peeled out of a truck wreck just to see if she's going to survive. But actually, I like Roseanne. I actually like Roseanne, and I, I was on this... Uh, documentary and I stuck up for her I didn't like the way she was treated when they canceled her I thought it was bad and I wanted to see how she handled it and I always liked Roseanne I, I, but I I like her and I like I like her spirituality I like her belief strong belief in God that means a lot to me she just to me wasn't funny uh, she didn't write good jokes she just it was just her on stage. And then they said this, so I said, fuck off. You know, the, I, get some jokes in there, babe. You know, get, you got money. Hire joke writers. 
You're coming back with a big comeback special. Have some damn jokes. You know, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about Mark Maron's special. Mark Maron's new HBO special was brilliant. But he wrote jokes. He worked his ass off on it. You can see that. You know. You know, I have some problems with Bill Burr, but I'll tell you, man, when Bill Burr puts out a special, that guy, he works his ass off. You know, Roseanne, I just don't think she worked that hard on it. And if she did, I'm sorry. Work harder, you know? Especially today, what you're going up against, a new special coming out every day somewhere. Have jokes. Be fucking funnier than everybody else. You know? And I just, it was just, it's just all attitude, you know? I remember Jay Leno used to beat me up for that when I was a kid, and I'd go, what is he talking about? And he was right. You know, you can make an audience laugh, but, and still not be funny. Because audiences, they come out and they're kind of trained, especially if you're a celebrity. You know, okay, that's when I'm supposed to clap and laugh, but have a clever way in and a joke, you know? But that's just my two cents on it. That's my two cents on it. I want to talk about my sponsor and a friend. Foundation Cigars. I love them. Best cigar going anywhere. I'm sorry. The Olmec, their new cigar, which Every cigar store that I go into, they tell me they can't keep them on the shelves. These, if you like if you like Padron, if you like Cohiba, if you like Monte Cristo, you will love Olmec. And by the way, they're they're a little less expensive for now, I guess. I don't know why, but they're just amazing Nicaraguan cigars with Connecticut leaf wrapper. And Foundation is made by my buddy Nick Melillo who is a genius and he's a craftsman he's a very special guy he's a very special guy I love this guy and um, he's working his butt off running this company I'm afraid he's kind of wearing himself down a little bit but if you ever see Joe Rogan smoking these cigars that are custom made Rogan cigars Nick sent them to him and he and he loves them and every time he's got a guest on and they smoke them they start smoking they go what the fuck is this cigar they just go crazy for them and that's what they are so they're foundation cigars ask your store if they don't have them stock them uh famous smokes at famous smokes.com has them and they have some in stock now they didn't for a long time but they do so you can get them there or you go go to Foundation Cigars website, which is right there on the right there. See? Right there. <laughs> I know the internet. I know. Okay. Anyway, the other thing I want to talk about today is Mark Marin's new special is fantastic. It's, it's on HBO. You can get it. It's up now. Here's a little trailer for it. 
I don't want to be negative, but I don't think anything's ever going to get better ever again. And don't misunderstand me, I have no hope. I think if you have hope, what are you, fucking seven? Like, if you really think a flying Jew is going to come back and make everything okay, isn't that like mental illness? You think you're a better man than me because you have human kids? I have three cats that I love, and in the best case scenario, I'm going to have to have them all killed. I'm going to have to kill my friends. And I knew it going in. That's how big my heart is. Let me get serious. I know a lot of you know that during COVID, my girlfriend passed away. She did. Passed away, and it was the, the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me, and I'm sure to her. The truth is, like, I'm a guy who talks about his life. So I, I, I wasn't clear how that was going to go. How am I going to talk about that? But then I thought, well, maybe how about a TED Talk? I just have to change my posture a little bit. Everyone dies. I'm going to die. You're going to die. We all die. I'm Mark Marin. I'm a comedian. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Go watch it. I, I uh, Like I say, here's a guy who worked his butt off on this thing. He was at the store every night for months and months and months working on this set. And then just then he went on the road. And then right before he shot it, he was running around New York, jumping up everywhere. He worked really hard on this. This is a really tough one to do, you know. You know, he had a, suffered a big loss. You know, his girl died during COVID. And I didn't know her. I met her. I met her. I, I met her with him a couple times, and she was just adorable. She was so sweet and nice and, and beautiful. And he was so in love with her. He was so in love with her. And you got to watch this special because he deals with it, but he deals with it with comedy, you know, and he really is funny. He's funny and real and raw. And I just, I love this special. You know, sorry to say, I did not love Roseanne's special. Like Roseanne, got a lot of respect for her. She does stupid things sometimes. And people, People kicked her when she was down, which pissed me off. But she did not do a good special. She's better than that. I'm sorry. But Marin, you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Okay, like I say, I'm going to be at Nick's Comedy Stop. I'm going to be at Nick's Comedy Stop this week. No, next week, February 24th and 25th. And then I'm going to be at Laugh Boston the next week. So if you're in that area at all, if you're in the Massachusetts area, come see the 64-year-old Jew who identifies as a 35-year-old black man. And you can do that now. You can identify as anything you want. Okay? I'm having Jew blockers put into my system. I'm having the surgery. I'm having the penile extension. I'm having everything done. All the surgeries. You can have it done now. You can be what you want to be. That's the new theme, and I'm all for it. Okay? 
I'm on Trans World Airlines. I'm, it's a go. I'm for everything now. I'm not against anything. And I'm being serious because as you all know, I have a beautiful, gorgeous daughter. She's a lesbian. And even before she came out, she was so loving to everybody about everything. Both my kids, they, my, both my kids, they were so inclusive and they taught me so much. I learned so much from my kids, I gotta tell you. And this is the other thing I wanted to talk about, by the way. Chelsea Handler did a bit on The Daily Show. I wanna play the bit. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine go back in time and kill Hitler. Crazy bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. And listen, I thought a lot of people gave her a hard time for it. I thought it was funny. She was joking. Now, I don't know if there's some seriousness beside the joke for her or not. But it was funny because she was so over the top about it. Okay. I think she's trying to say maybe she's not having such a good time and maybe she wishes she had kids or maybe she's, I don't know, but it's just, she's a comedian, a comic. She's not even a comedian. I'm sorry. I hate that word. She's a comic. She's a comedian. I, I really apologize for using that word. I hate that word now. I hate, I've always, I've hated that word for a long time. I don't know why it came up just now. She's a comic. And she's funny. Now, I don't know if that bit is funny to you. It's funny to me. She was so over the top in it. And some people on Twitter were giving her a hard time. And then they put it on libs of TikTok. Which, you can't put that on libs of TikTok. That's not a lib talking about her... That's her, a comedian doing a bit. And a bunch of people gave me a hard time about it. And, you know, I was just like about sticking up for another comedian. And yeah, I do stick up for comedians. I do, especially when they're doing a bit and people try to give them a hard time about having an opinion. You're just doing comedy. You're just, she's doing comedy. And, I'm sorry. Is she funny 100% of the time? I doubt it. But she is funny. She is funny. And 
that made me laugh because it was so fucking over the top. She's talking about time travel and jumping to Paris and meditating on the way because no, she didn't have screaming kids. I've had screaming kids, <laughs> you know. I have kids and I've learned so much from my kids, as I said, and I love my kids and I love my life with my kids. But by the way, I have had thought about how much more money I've had if, would have if I didn't have kids and how much how different my life would be and easier my life would be if I didn't have kids. And I love that she wants to go back in time and kill Hitler. She'd have the time to come up with a machine to do that. You know, I personally would go back in time and kill baby Ricky Gervais and have all his material. I wouldn't bother with Hitler. I would just take care of my own career. But that's me. Props to Chelsea Handler for just going after a big joke. Whether she, whether it made you laugh or not, made me laugh. Not always a fan of hers. But I'm not always a fan of everybody's, except for me. I'm always a fan of myself. In my mind, I always hit 100% of the time. Anyway, come see me at Nick's Comedy Stop. Thanks again to John Tobin Presents for helping me with my stuff, my social media, my this. Thanks for all the people that have been supporting me on Instagram and YouTube. That stuff's growing. Please visit me at standupworld.com. And thank you very much for supporting this. I tease it, but it, it is growing. It really is. And I'm having fun doing it. So thank you. Episode 19, out!